May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God, our Rock, and our Redeemer. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I think I'm going to come down a step. I feel like I'm up too high. This is for Father Joe, huh? <laughs> My younger brother is shorter. <laughs> that's okay. I, 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 may not, I may not be in this box for long. I get nervous when I get confined, so that's all right. I feel like they're coming to get me. Um, on behalf of Bishop Roger, he sends his regards. Um, I do ask for your prayers in a special way. Um, the canon of the ordinary, John Jordan, called me yesterday morning early to say that he woke up to find his wife, Martha, had passed in the night. And he was pretty out of sorts, so I um, ask you to pray for, him, for the repose of Martha's soul and to pray for Father John and the extended family as they try to work out the details of um, the funeral. Because in the midst of all this, we had an ordination this week in Holland, Michigan. So um, pray for Father John. He was very distraught. And um, pray for Drew. I wear this today because Drew gave me this. This is from the Egyptian monks. And Drew is safely not in Egypt right now. He went to uh, Malta to do some kind of a retreat or training session. But um, Drew was the young seminarian that was here with you for a while while he was at Trinity. And now he serves as a chaplain to um, Archbishop Anis Munir Anis in Egypt and the whole Africa region for the Anglican Church. Persevere in running the race. Usain Bolt is a Jamaican sprinter who holds the record as the fastest person ever. Nicknamed the Lightning Bolt, he has won many Olympic gold medals and world championships. Like Bolt, many top athletes in the world dedicate countless hours to working out, training, and eating the right stuff to obtain their dreams. They make many sacrifices in their time and activities so that they can stay focused on the prize. The question I have for you this morning, brothers and sisters, is this. Do you consider yourself a Christian athlete running the greatest race of your life? Well, that's what you are. Right now, countless angels and saints along with Jesus and your Heavenly Father, are cheering you on. They want to see you win. They have faith and hope that you can do it. What's more, you're not alone. A huge community of believers is running with you, all reaching for the prize together. During the race, Jesus wants you to know him not only as Savior and Messiah, but as your best friend and trainer. And to help you run, he wants you to receive his own strength and power, his own encouragement and excitement. He also wants to see you strengthen your spiritual muscles as you lend a helping hand, encourage someone who is downcast, and reach out to share God's word along the way. He wants to help you be free from the self-righteousness moodiness and impatience that can bog you down so that you can't soar with eagle's wings. Just remember this one thing. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So pace yourself. 
Don't think you'll attain your goal overnight or even in the course of one year. Day after day, Jesus has mapped out a certain portion of the course for you to run. And that's all you need to worry about. Just keep your eyes fixed on Him. And you'll find yourself making mile after mile after joyful mile. Then, at just the right time, He'll be there at the finish line waiting to hand you your crown. But isn't it like life, though, that we get so bogged down with the what we think are the cares and necessities of life that we miss it. We, our, our, our sight is taken away from Jesus. And we get bogged down with so many other things that discourage us and weigh, weigh us down and tell us that we can't reach our goal. Here's some questions for you to consider and chew on for the week. In the second reading, it states, For the sake of the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross despising its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The author of Hebrews goes on to say that Jesus did this in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart, especially in our struggle against sin. In what ways does knowing that Jesus Christ endured the cross and shed his blood for you, your sins help you in your struggle against your own sin? How often do we really think about that? And ponder that. In the gospel, Jesus speaks these words. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. How do you understand these words, especially since Jesus is called the Prince of Peace? How is he both the Prince of Peace and yet the person who causes division at the same time? That's another one for you to ponder. I asked you earlier if you considered yourself a Christian athlete running the greatest race of your life. And how would you answer that question? Do you agree with the, same, with the answer that was given? Well, that's what you are. Do you see yourself as an athlete? Do you see yourself running that race? And if you don't see yourself running that race, why aren't you running it? Another question for you to consider this question is, what can you do each day to spend some time to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and perfecter of our faith? Do you spend time each day being fixed on him, listening for his voice and his encouragement and his direction for your life? It's absolutely essential. Otherwise, we're just like hamsters on a wheel running the wheel, and eventually you just get tired out. Thinking that you're doing the stuff for Jesus, but that may not be what he wants you to do. What I've learned in the short time I've been a priest is this. Just because I can do something doesn't mean I'm supposed to do it. Just because I have the ability to do it isn't, doesn't mean that that's what God wants me to do that day. And I can get myself in doing so many things that I miss it. Because if he's giving you so much of the race to run this much today, in my ability of them doing things for God, 
I can miss this part of the race. Totally miss it. And totally miss the people that I'm supposed to come in contact with. That I'm supposed to be that sent spirit of Jesus to. So are you spending time each day in quiet reflection and prayer listening for what the Lord has for you each day? And if we do that, brothers and sisters, each day, the kingdom of God will expand a little further, a little further, and a little further, and the light will become lighter and the dark will pass away. And we'll be that much closer to the day when he will return in glory. And since we don't have any idea when that will be, then we have to live each day as if it was going to be tomorrow or today. I think about Father John calling me yesterday morning. I'm sure when they went to bed on Friday night that he didn't think that when he woke up his wife would be gone and she would be on the other side. Because we always think that we have till tomorrow to do what we should do today. But like the scripture says, you don't know the time and we don't know the time and the hour. And when he comes knocking, you don't really have an option. So what we want to do is live our lives in such a way that when he does come to call, that he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. Let us pray. We are here to win the race, Lord. Crown us with your glory. Help us to not grow weary or become distracted. Let us keep our eyes fixed on your son, Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We ask this all in his precious name and by the power of the Spirit. And let the church say, Amen.